Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today's episode, we're bringing him back, Dr. Ed Mercadante, the founder and CEO at Meta Telecare. How are you? Jared, thanks for having me back on. Really excited to be here this morning. Absolutely. We had to have you back with this, this growth that you're experiencing, and we need to let the world know what's, what's going on. And I know we have a couple topics you and I want to run through today, but why don't we kick things off by giving us a quick review on uh, obviously who you are. We'll reference the original podcast for, for our guest, uh, for our audience rather, but, uh, and then talk us through how you deliver care to patients and uh, your client facilities. Sure. Well, MediTelecare is a company that focuses on delivering behavioral health care or mental health care to largely older adults who uh, live in senior living type um, situations like assisted living, skilled nursing facilities, independent living type settings. Uh, and just recently, we've, we've made a transition to take that care via telehealth to people's homes uh, as well. Uh, specifically focusing on the older adult. And, and talk us through, because it's, it's quite incredible and, and only share what you, what you want to share, but talk us through this growth, even from the time that you were first on the podcast, which was just, you know, two to three months ago. Sure. Uh, Cause sure. I, I think, I think the audience would be pretty, uh, pretty impressed to hear what's, what's been happening. So the company is approximately three years old, so it's a startup. Um, you can tell by my uh, my young look that I've been around and doing a lot of uh, uh, business buildups over many years, and I've done startups, and this is my most recent venture. Um, we grew throughout the pand pandemic and, and during the pandemic at a kind of a quarterly growth rate of about 20% quarter over quarter. So last year, we grew over 80%. In, in growth overall. That the way we measure growth is by the client facilities that we work with and the resident patients that come to us through those client facilities. But post pandemic, our, our growth has actually accelerated. And we think that, that the big demand that's gone up is that I think everybody understands that post pandemic telehealth is the new modality to reach, especially older adults that may have been in the past not reachable in kind of a traditional way. And we're growing at about a 40% quarter over quarter uh, basis now uh, in 2021, which is amazing. Um, and we're really excited about the growth. We've got hundreds of new facilities that we're servicing um, and throughout the nation. We're in 26 states now. Um, and we're adding uh, facilities almost every day um, as clients. And in almost every case, when, when we add on a facility, it's a typical facility for us is about 120 bed skilled nursing or assisted living centers. And about 30 to 40% of the residents that live in that center or are being cared for in that center come to us for care on a behavioral health basis. So you can understand kind of our growth in patient uh, volume. Um, so accompanying that is that we have a network of um, clinicians. We, we have psychologists, uh, psychiatrists, uh, nurse practitioners, pharmacists who all work for us. They're all W-2 employees following a, a really tight um, standard of care protocol that we've developed in, in conjunction with them to deliver kind of an evidence-based result to 
to get patients better, especially with the use of medications and not using medications as much. We try to do it with an interdisciplinary team of having a clinical psychologist doing therapy and talking to someone, and then uh, a nurse practitioner or psychiatrist prescribing the appropriate medications and hopefully getting a much better result with the patient. And I think that that has really fueled our expansion. It's caught on because we're truly the only interdisciplinary team in the nation treating that older adult. Yeah, well, first off, congratulations on all of that growth. And I mean, that's, that's crazy. I, I remember I was talking with someone on your team and, and they're, everyone's excited about, about what you're doing and it, it's much needed, right? It's much needed. And this is something else we wanted to go into a little bit on, and I wanna make sure we get to it. Um, you wanted to talk about the post-pandemic need for behavioral care uh, in the older adult and how it hasn't slowed. Um, but I mean, you, you talked a little bit about how you're meeting the challenge, but can you talk to us more about, obviously you're scaling out the, the team, you're building out the company even more so, and then we can kind of lead that into, I guess, um, you, you just launched, uh, you just made an announcement recently of a, a new kind of new product launch or new part of the company. Yep. Um, so if we go from that question, then lead into uh, your, your new new offering. Well, I think what, if anything, we've learned through the pandemic is um, that there have been segments of healthcare that have been largely stigmatized before the pandemic and after the pandemic. Mental health and behavioral health is one of those. What we realized throughout the pandemic is in the case of skilled nursing or assisted living, we isolated these largely older adult population um, individuals who were really suffering from anything from mild depression all the way up to pronounced Alzheimer's disease. And during that, that isolation period, the symptoms actually were more aggravated and, and more acute. Um, and we realized that telehealth is a disruptive force that we can reach those older adults. Now, post-pandemic, all those skilled nursing centers who've been under siege dealing with infectious disease and, and COVID-19 now can refocus on the fact that these people need care of a mental health and a behavioral health nature and identifying the risk profile. Everybody, you know, a lot of people don't really recognize it. We recognize it as healthcare practitioners that mental health plays a role in other chronic diseases like diabetes, heart disease, <coughs> excuse me. And if you're in a good state of mental health, many times you can, you can get better on other chronic conditions. So I think that, that the industry overall is now uh, appropriately focused on mental health. And as a result, the demand has gone up tremendously, but the number of caregivers have not gone up, right? We're still putting out the same number of caregivers coming out of colleges and universities or existing. And telehealth is a disruptive force to, to essentially mobilize that, that nucleus of caregivers and, and allow them to be more efficient to reach those patients. That's one of the reasons why post-pandemic, I think everybody is focused on mental health more. It's not, it's being destigmatized is what I call it, right? Um, because in the, in the past, I mean, most, most of the public does not wanna say, hey, what, by the way, I'm going to see a therapist or I'm going to see a psychiatrist or whatever. You know, it's kind of a stigma to that. But now I think we're more aware of it and, and, and more accepting of it as a society and especially amongst older adults who typically weren't um, 
uh, let's say the, 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 the people that, that accepted it or, or kind of felt stigmatized before? Yeah, I, I think back to, I, I was a big fan of the, the Sopranos show when it, when it was on and it was such a big deal for him to go to, uh, you know, a psychiatrist like, oh, what do you need to, to go to one of those for? And I feel like for a long time, that was like the mindset, like people would judge someone like, like what's for, I, now it's like, it's, uh, it's like going to, it, it can be like going to the gym, right? Like you're trying to, to stay sharp, or you're trying to make sure that you're completely, you know, balanced and that if you're not talking to someone like this, maybe it, it can end up um, causing more harm than if you, you know, went and had the conversation and you feel better after. So I think it is destigmatized. I think, um, you know, in the future too, I think everyone might, I think you'll be judged maybe if you don't go to, to I, one. I totally agree, Jared. And you know, the, the issue is that um, we have a lot more stressors on us today than say five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. I can remember back when I started my career and I started my career in, in, in psychopharmacology well, back then, it was just a small nucleus of people that were there that were being addressed. We have all these stressors now, you know, and the pandemic was the biggest stressor of all. Complete isolation for an elderly population who, by the way, was living in a skilled nursing home and the person in adjacency in the other room might be dying of an infectious disease. And that complicates anyone's life. I don't care who it is. You know, nobody can kind of deal with that. Plus the staff in those facilities were under a ton of uh, stress. All these, these unbelievably devoted uh, caregivers and you know first responders and, and people who were taking care of this largely older adult population. These, these people really need a medal. And we always talk about first responders, but during the pandemic, I, I, I like to say that the nursing homes were the first responders because they had the 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 kind of the biggest population of people being affected um and they need they need behavioral health support and and so we're we're really happy that we can do that through a through a telehealth uh, process and and um, now we've developed a, a, an ambulatory app which we call meditelli um so i'm going to plug that for a second it's m-e-d-i-t-e-l-y um it's both browser-based app as well as it's on the iOS and Android store. So you can download it to any device. And what it is, is it's really geared around an older uh, adult. So it's what we call a care coordinated app. So it's, it's meant to be a standalone app that you can use to reach out and, and see one of our caregivers, one of our uh, clinical psychologists or nurse practitioners or psychiatrists. Or, or counselors or one of our clinical pharmacists. You do all that and you can do it live, real time via televideo, uh, synchronous televideo, but it's also augmented by a care coordinator who guides you through the whole process through either chat online or calls you up and says, hey, Jared, I know you're signed up. What kind of practitioner, what kind of provider would you like to see? So it's a more personalized approach because we've had to take, we're working with an older adult population. We need to incorporate some of the kind of the personalization that they had when they went to their doctor or their, or their uh, clinic into an app type of setup. So we're pretty excited about it. Um, 
We launched about 30 days ago. We're using it now primarily in, in, um, in our customers and our clients for transition of care. So, so um, in the skilled nursing and assisted living uh, arena, many people will go in for rehabilitation and they might be in the facility for 100 days or 90 days or maybe sometimes a little bit longer, but then they go home. And so they get this great care when they're in the facility and all these wonderful caregivers are giving them care. We are giving them the care while they're in the facility. And then what happens when they get home? There's this big void, right? Like who's gonna take care of them? So our app is designed to follow that person home. So our, what the nice part about it is our clinicians, this came out of an outcome of discussing this with our clinicians. They said, we wanna continue caring for these patients we're caring for in this, in this, uh, in this setting, in this, in, inside of a long-term care facility, we want to follow the person home. And that's unprecedented because if you think about it, if you go to the hospital, you see someone in a hospital that's a doctor or a nurse, when you go home, you don't see them again, right? Um, in this environment, you go there, you get seen by one of our uh, practitioners, one of our providers, and we can now follow the person home through this care-coordinated app called MediTelly. So we're really excited about it. Interesting. Yeah, no, I remember reading about that launch. It might've been a few weeks or like a month, was it a month or two, maybe a month back? Yeah, about, we, we launched approximately 30 days ago, a little over 30 days ago, probably 45. It was in beta. So we wanted to make sure that we worked out all the kinks and that it was working. And now uh, effective July 1, we're going to go to a national launch and we're going to roll it out throughout the nation to our own client independent living centers and assisted living centers first, and then to the general public. Um, we think that there is an untapped market coming right out of doctor's offices, like, you know, many, many primary care internists, primary care family practitioners see patients oftentimes, but can't refer them on a mental health basis and, and feel kind of like they just kind of tell someone to kind of look up a doctor and don't, and they can't really make a, a solid referral. So we think we can partner with doctors and get referrals from them. And, and, and reach the, the, the patient vis-a-vis -vis, uh, this, this MediTelly app. Well, it's, it's super exciting and I'm, a, I'm really happy for you and the team to be able to roll that out. That's, that's a great offering. Look forward to kind of following that progress and seeing how, how things continue to move forward there as well as just with the company as a whole. Uh, I wanna thank you again so much for coming back on again. Excited to have you and other members of the team uh, be joining us some more and talk about some of the, you know, the, the biggest issues in this space, but congrats on all the success so far and uh, all the best. Yeah. Thank you very much. We really enjoyed being on, on um, your, your podcast and we've got a bunch of smart doctors that'll probably talk much better than I can about when more eloquently about certain topics that are affecting mental health and, and healthcare overall. Thanks so much. Thanks. Take care. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors 
and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.